0: Dina Katzen sind willkommen. You're welcome.
1: <laughs> okay. Mein Hund. Welcome to the Brew News Podcast, all the news that's fit to brew. I'm Andrew Jennings.
0: And I'm Laura Jennings.
1: And this week, we are welcoming you back to This Month in Brew News. Woohoo! Yay! Uh, Laura, what's the big news this week, this month?
0: Well, for us the big news is old tuffy is old that what you're tuffy, referring to Of course it's the biggest news Andrew is so excited that he got this beer and He had to go to what two grocery stores Two different grocery stores But that even that I think was lucky I don't think it's that easy to find No at least not in Greensboro. Greensboro.
1: Yeah it's all over the place in Raleigh So for those of you that don't know old tuffy is the is a collaboration between New Belgium and our alma mater NC State uh old uh tuffy is our Strutton Wolf mascot so if you've seen him about stu- strutting his stuff he now has a beer Yes. And uh, so this is Brewed by New Belgium. They just released it on Monday, August 5th. Uh, I was able to get hold of a 12-pack that Friday. So yay. Uh, this was is, it the last of the 12-packs at the store? Last 12-pack at that store. Yeah. It was the second store. We haven't even seen it at our Harris Teeters. So, yeah. Soon. Soon. But because of that, we're going to drink this. So uh, we have Old Tuffy. It's a lager. It's supposed to be easy drinking for tailgating. Um, and I mean, look at it. It looks, it's pale. It's super
0: light. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, this is sort of similar to their old Aggie that New Belgium's been making for Colorado State University for years.
0: Oh, they've been doing that for years. Mm-hmm.
1: Hmm. It's a good lager. It's got n- almost no nose. Little like you get a little bit of maltiness on the nose, just like a standard, like a high-end lager.
0: Yeah, I'm not a huge lager fan, but I could see this being a really good tailgating beer.
1: Yeah, it's hot out. You just need yeah. something light and refreshing. That's Would I good. drink
0: this while I'm like eating dinner inside? I don't know. Watching TV, probably, probably not. Probably not. Yeah, it's more of like an outdoor i could see tailgate maybe throw in some cornhole
1: yeah it's a light it's very light yeah it's
0: refreshing though
1: yeah so we
0: now andrew why did new belgium pick nc state
1: it's actually funny why did they choose state over uh carolina Mm -hmm. or duke or wake forest or just why north carolina oh like of all the states
0: they have one partnership with a colorado school
1: because they have a brewery in fort collins colorado and they have a brewery in north carolina so they went they went north carolina next north carolina next um and I don't expect, this is going to be not a, this is not a seasonal, it's not a one-off for NC State, so we should be getting this beer, if not year-round, at least every fall for for football season. Mm. Um, North Carolina just allowed uh, li- uh, beer and wine sales at football stadiums and basketball. Co-
0: that is part, yeah, that's a big, big news. Events. Was that back in July?
1: Uh, yeah. Um, so it may be something that mm-hmm. in the near future, we'll actually have Old Tuffy being sold at NC State at the Carter-Finley.
0: Interesting. I,
1: I don't know. I definitely can see it in PNC. PNC is already built for uh, that for selling alcohol. Carter Finley is going to have to figure it out. They well, have, Carter
0: Finley must because they have other events there, concerts.
1: So they don't do beer typically. Really? If, if they do. It's because uh, it's
0: owned by the school,
1: right? Well, they probably do for like concerts. You when think they have, they
0: like, did it for like
1: Beyonce. They probably did it for Beyonce. <laughs> they definitely did it for the Stones. But with those, they're also not fifty thousand people. They're not sixty thousand people in that stadium for those concerts. Those are going to be like thirty thousand people. Um, so they, they, they don't know, I don't know where they're going to put everybody. Um, but yeah, uh, we have our own beer. They chose NC state because NC state had such a large, uh, contingent of fans in the state. They wanted a beer really for North Carolina. Um, and we have more, more graduates stay in state than most of the other colleges. And we are the largest college in North Carolina. So Mm -hmm. you need a good light lager for your tailgating and you're going to that old NC state game, grab some old Tuffy. If you can find it, you should be. I wonder day. what
0: it's like to find it in Raleigh.
1: Day it was released, it was just nonstop Twitter photos of <laughs> people like picking up at eight a.m. Like mm-hmm. literally on their way to work, they'd pick up 12, two 12 packs. Um, Fair, yeah. I and mean, let's be honest, it's a shotgun beer. It's a ta- it's a tailgate beer. It's nothing fancy. It's nothing. Uh, it's like just a really really nice lager.
0: What day did you find it last week? Thursday, Friday, Friday. Friday. So that was the ninth.
1: Mm-hmm. And it released on the 5th. Oh,
0: okay. So they yeah. so still had some.
1: Yeah. Well, they had one. Just <laughs> just the one. But uh, yeah, Lowe's Foods, if you're in North Carolina, they're probably going to have them because they do a good job of carrying local stuff. Harris Teeter, to my knowledge, hasn't gotten it. Uh, our local Total Wine will not have any for at least another week. So, woo. Well, I got, they do carry it. Yeah. By the time you, you're listening to this, folks, uh, our Total Wine will have it again. But they're out right now. So, uh, all right. Uh, that's all. That's the biggest news of the day or the month. Yeah. So we're going <laughs> to sign off now. All right. But we do have a Oh, news. no, we're oh, back. Okay. Okay. Shucks. Shucks, shucks, shucks. So much <laughs> news. This is actually a pretty busy news month. A lot of little things. Yeah. Add it up. Um, Zola, what happened next?
0: Andrew just really wants me to read the title of read this the section. Puns. He's super excited. It's The Empire Buys Back.
1: Dum, 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 <laughs> dum, 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 dum.
0: Who is the empire, Andrew.
1: Anheuser-Busch Mbeb. They back, baby. Ah. (laughs) They took a two-year hiatus, and they had not bought anyone up since Wicked Weed in 2017. I wonder why. Maybe the blowback. Who knows? Could be craft beers on its way down. I don't know. Uh, Between 2010 and 2017, they bought up 10 uh, breweries. Uh, craft breweries. They bought Goose Island, Elysian, Tin Barrel, Golden Road, Carbach, Blue Point, Breckenridge, Devil's Backbone, Four Peaks, and Wicked Weed. And these places are all over the country. You've got Illinois, Washington, Oregon, California, Texas, New York, Colorado, Virginia, Arizona, and North Carolina all covered here. But we seem to be missing a state, a very large hmm. state. Some might say a swing state. <laughs> uh, so Ohio's Platform Beer is now the newest member of the family?
0: Welcome to the family.
1: The cartel? The cartel. Sure. It's a cartel. <laughs> uh, they had tap rooms in Cincinnati, Cleveland, and Columbus, Ohio, and a 60-barrel production facility in Cleveland. Um, this was the fastest-growing regional brewery in 2017, um, which makes sense why AB & Bev bought so them. So
0: they just swooped in there.
1: Zook. Yeah. But you don't just become the fastest-growing craft brewery and then decide to sell out unless that was your goal all along. Wicked weed. Rude. <laughs> mm, sorry. Uh, but
0: speculation yeah yes speculation (laughs) yes
1: um but uh like other buyouts the founder paul benner uh he is going to retain day-to-day operations at the brewery and will most likely continue to brew their non-flagship beers in cleveland so like wicked weed still has the Funkatorium; they're still able to brew they still brew you know 100 different beers a year um but their flagship beers, the, be- the beers that AB InBev wanted are brewed at AB InBev facilities. So like their Fort Collins, faci- they've got their St. Louis facilities. They're all those different large facilities. I don't know. We'll, we'll at some point do a long deep dive into buy- beer conglomeration and beer buyouts. But yeah, this is just another one bites the dust. Uh, that wasn't the only big acquisition we had this month. Uh, we had, uh, I wrote, sometimes you can't go home. And by that I mean homebrewers. Sorry, guys. Northern Homebrewer, uh, as you may have known, was bought by ABMBev in two thousand and sixteen uh, as ZX Ventures. So ZX Ventures is a offshoot of ABMBev. It's their um, it's a venture capitalist form uh, mm. of them. So it's a sub-brand. Um, and they bought Northern Homebrew in two thousand and sixteen. And then this month, or I guess technically late July, they sold it. They sold it to Black Street Capital Holdings LLC. Hmm. Now Laura, tell us about Blackstreet.
0: So they are a Maryland based investment company that rescues small to mid-sized distressed companies. Um, So it's a permanent holding company that seeks investments in debt and equity of lower middle market businesses or corporate orphans that are out of favor industries or undergoing some form of transition. So were they struggling?
1: So home brewing in general is down right now. Um, mm. homebrewing has an inverse relationship with the economy when the economy is doing well homebrewing goes down when the economy tanks homebrewing goes up
0: see my mind it would be the opposite i find that very interesting we always argue this because right
1: you... well once you have the equipment which is a one-time investment i can i can uh, the beer i brewed last if i bought 12 packs of that beer just the 12 packs of it i save ten dollars if i bought right three, but like packs. the
0: initial investment like if we were in a major recession, the last thing I'm going to let you do is go buy a huge homebrew kit so you can brew your own beer.
1: But you buy it before the recession when things are going <laughs> <Okay>. well. <laughs> right before you lose your job. I guess.
0: Like, to me, it's just counterintuitive. Like, I would think people have more money, so they're going to do more hobbies, and a hobby is homebrewing.
1: Well, they do other hobbies. I don't know. But, yeah, homebrewing, it's, I see. it's just how it is. People start moonshining more when the economy goes bad. Um, and then Kevin QB, the Black Street's EVP, will be the interim CEO of this new Northern Brewer. Uh, now, Laura, you- happy
0: belated IPA Day! Yeah, happy belated IPA oh, Day! Oh, it was so great. H- IPA Day happens to also coincide with Travis's birthday. Yes. So, so happy birthday, Trav. Uh,
1: yeah. And because in an honor of IPA Day, we're going to pop an IPA. Yes. Are you ready for it, Laura?
0: So IPA Day, yes, I am. Uh, it happens every year on the first Thursday of August. So this year it coincided with Travis' birthday, but right. next year, next year it will not. sorry, Travis.
1: Yeah. So we are actually going to be having an IPA in honor of IPA Day. This is also from uh, New Belgium. This is the Juicy Haze IPA Voodoo Ranger. Uh, I think I've had this one. Laura, you have, right? Mm-hmm. I get a lot of orange on this. Yeah. Um, Hmm, I like that better than the normal Ranger. Yeah, I definitely like that better than the normal Ranger. That's nice. It's a little soft in the palate, soft mouthfeel, a little sweet, a um, little bit of orange. Yeah, I think the the normal Ranger has like a weird um, kick on it, mm-hmm. uh, which I don't dislike, but it is odd. Uh, but this is a 7.5% alcohol. How much IBU? Probably. I'm
0: getting like a stone fruit thing going on, though.
1: Like Some um, apricot? Yeah, there's apricot, definitely apricot yeah. on it. Yeah,
0: Peachy. Yeah. Not so much like citrusy. It's not super Hmm. citrusy. It's definitely more of a stone fruit. Maybe it's just coming straight off that lager.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because you're right. The the stone fruit does, the pith, like the stone fruit's hitting in the back.
0: Apricot, yeah. Now that you said that, I'm like, "Mm mm-hmm. That and some peach. Yeah. Who knows? Definitely not citrus to me. Yeah. Like, not citadelic or.
1: I definitely get a little bit more orange in there. I get some orange, but like, it's like you've got a fruit salad and you just squirted orange on it. It is like
0: a fruit salad. That's a great analogy. Yeah. And it's as healthy as one, I would imagine. I'm sure it is. Great.
1: But happy IPA Day for all of us that would, that missed it. Uh, uh, but don't worry, if you missed the IPA Day, there's three more days coming up in October where you can drink all the beer you want. That's right, La. So we're going? So the GABF tickets went on sale this month. If you are not a GABF member, you can't buy the members-only tickets anymore. They're sold out. But the rest of the tickets are available. This is the Great American Beer Festival. It's October 3rd through October 5th
0: the tickets are or were on sale i guess you can't they buy still them.
1: are they still are yeah you can still get some of these you
0: can get them but they were 30 bucks to 160 bucks depending on the session mm-hmm. you could go for just 30 bucks
1: if you're a dd oh yeah oh so um the dd tickets are 30 dollars everything else is if you want beer it starts at 85
0: so is it like a full day
1: or it's how a the tickets session work? it's like a four to eight hour session depending on the session huh. um so the $30 is your designated driver ticket. $160 gets you unlimited beer and special food and beer pairings. That's awesome. Yeah. And $85 is unlimited one ounce pours plus all the other stuff. It's a big convention. Interesting. Now for the designated drivers, they it's not just 30 bucks and you're stuck there. You do get unlimited sodas and you do get uh, some food as well. There's some, thing, some swag just for the DDs. That's
0: nice. Where is this again?
1: Uh, Denver.
0: Oh, so it's in a huge city. Yeah, big city. Plenty of hotels and...
1: Plenty of things to do. So uh, yeah, October 3rd through 5th, uh, they do it every year. And it is the big festival. So if you want it, I will say the one session that is sold out completely is the award session. So you will not be able to attend the awards, but you can still drink the award-winning beer because the session after that is available. There you go. (laughs) Uh, We talked a little bit about conglomeration at the top, ABM Dev buying folks up. but a lot of times we talk about it from the perspective of the drinkers, of the beer, beer enthusiasts. We like the beer. Um, we don't talk about the people that it's impacting, the brewers themselves, who, is, who actually is getting impacted by their brewery no longer being that family friendly place. Um, so, Pyramid Ale House in Washington is owned co- currently by FIFCO or FIFCO USA, they're a New York based con- conglomerator. Um, that just conglomerates different beers and industries. Think like uh, Constellation Brands. Five Co has to pay $450,000 to 300 workers for not paying them overtime and for time shaving and deleting hours from time sheets. So straight up time theft. That's shady. Yeah. Um, some folks are actually going to receive up to $10,000 in this settlement. Um, and then there's another big settlement floating around right now. Delivery drivers in New York City are suing Manhattan beer distributors for 50 mil, $50 million dollars. Uh, MBD was docking pay and sending invoices for things such as missing beer cans. So they were hitting these drivers for everything they were worth. Mm. And the drivers said, Enough is enough. We're in a union state and we have union rights and good luck. Um, the drivers have asked for a summary judgment because the suit's been going on for four years, started in 2015. And they just want their money. Admittedly, they do. They deserve it. We talked about who owes money. And we talked about a little bit of shadiness, little crimes, but does crime always work out law? It sure does. Oh, does it?
0: Well, I guess not. So, um, in New Delhi, capital of India, uh, they have banned ABNBEV from selling in the city for the next three years. Woo-hoo! So, uh, <laughs> ABNBEVs make it, they're threading their way throughout these uh, news updates yeah. this month. Uh, so, what did they do? They were using duplicate barcodes to pay lower excise taxes.
1: I don't understand the Indian tax system, so I'm not really 100% on this, but what yeah. I'm, the way I'm understanding is they probably had a barcode, they were either reusing barcodes that had been previously used by beer, which uh, that's probably exactly what they were doing, um, or they were using multiple barcodes on each beer and they were just somehow avoiding-
0: Either way, they're trying to skirt something.
1: Right. Um, and, but
0: of course, they say they did nothing wrong.
1: Technically, ABM Bev didn't. Uh, Saab Miller did.
0: What do something wrong?
1: Yes. Oh. Saab Miller did this ploy, in, in 2016, AB and 2016, ABM Bev bought Saab Miller. Oops. So now they're going after the big guy. They're going after the, the, the owner.
0: So this investigation's been going on for three years, mm-hmm. and so they've just recently <clears throat>
1: banned him. It, it, they just get designed. out of our city. That was their, their nice try. Yeah. Uh, for those of you craft beer lovers out there good news craft beer keeps on growing um, it's at a l- little bit slower than so far than it's been but it's at four percent so far for the year in 2019 um, this is actually a similar pattern to we've seen uh, we've seen in the uh, craft beer growth for the last couple of years about four percent every year now uh, most of this growth is coming from your local brewery so congratulations everybody you've been drinking local you're doing it. Uh, Microbreweries, taprooms, and brew pubs see the most growth. Those are still going to be in the 8 to 10% range in growth.
0: Yeah, but regional breweries are still having trouble.
1: Mm-hmm. Regional breweries, for those of you who don't know, don't know the uh, Brewers Association defines a regional brewery as a brewery that makes 15,000 barrels a year or more.
0: So give us some examples
1: um, Sweetwater, Foothills, mm-hmm. uh, Red Oak. Um, uh, terrapin uh, technically dogfish head until they got bought out by sam adams any brewer that you can get in multiple states you can probably assume is a regional brewer mm-hmm. or they're owned by some larger group like terrapin and sweetwater both owned by larger groups ballast point larger group sierra nevada uh, new belgium are not um regional because they have uh countrywide reach so it's
0: regional craft
1: regional craft
0: so they so they are considered craft beer
1: yeah, because you wouldn't be regional at that point. Like, so Sweetwater and Terrapin are technically regional in terms of their actual reach, but they are uh, owned by a larger power.
0: So there are currently seven thousand four hundred eighty craft breweries in the U.S., and that probably fluctuates daily. Yeah, but not much.
1: Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, for every one we lose, we add one and a half. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the rate of craft breweries adding joining the crew has slowed down significantly. From compared to its heyday in like the mid 2000, uh, early 2010s. But um, yeah, it's, it, we're still growing. Mm-hmm. But now uh, I have a question. Yes. I know who I am, but who are you?
0: I'm apparently not the average craft beer drinker um, who is primarily male, 21 to 44 years. So Andrew's right on par there. Nailed it. Um, and they make a 75 000 to 99,000 annually. So kind of a... Someone's got some maybe expendable income to hit the breweries and right. buy their favorite a, craft beer at the store.
1: It's that like mid, middle like up mid to upper middle class mm-hmm. uh, male drinker.
0: Yep, and forty three percent of legal drinking age consumers drink craft beer. That's interesting. Only forty three percent,
1: and not all of them drink it weekly. They drink it regularly. They drink it at least once a month, give or take. Fifty six percent of men and thirty one percent of women that can drink drink craft beer. Um, while more than half of 21 to 44-year-olds drink craft. So it is still trending lower in the demographics. It's a younger group. It is still mostly men. Women are adding more ca- craft drinking. we actually seen a lot out of that, but most that's going to be in millennial women. Millennial and Gen Z, is that the ones below us? No clue. Them babies.
0: They can drink now? think so. Yeah, they can.
1: Yeah, yeah, they can. The other thing that they're not sure about Uh, but they think there might be some relevance is the Brewers Association seal, the uh, craft independent uh, label. Um, It is being seen by more people and it may be helping purchases, but the numbers on that are a little off. Um, There was no clear evidence that people look for the seal and buy and make purchasing decisions based on the the seal itself. Mm -hmm. It's possible they avoid someone if they don't see the seal, but I don't think the seal is actually even on like New Belgium. Um, Yeah, New Belgium doesn't even have it on their sale on their on their beer can.
0: Yeah, I'd be curious to see what the survey questions look like regarding yeah. that.
1: Yeah. Younger drinkers tend to be more aware of that seal, but it doesn't like it doesn't say doesn't look like it's actually pushing towards purchase decisions. Yeah, whether it's impacting. Right. Um, because most of the times I see the seal, it's not on beer can that I'm buying or the bottle or Mm-mm. the 12 pack. It's at the brewery. I guess you see it yeah. on the door mm-hmm. or
0: somewhere posted near the like chalkboard of options. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Hmm. Um, And then another thing from the study, craft drinkers are lowering the number of brands they buy at the store. So they're finding more of what they like and kind of sticking to it. Mm -hmm. So they're becoming less likely to branch out. 75% of craft drinkers buy three or fewer brands a month. Yeah. So they might not be going and looking to try something crazy.
1: Yep. We went through our fridge before we (laughs) did this and we had, uh, I think think we had exactly five brands in the fridge. Um, And of those five brands... I haven't bought all of them in the last month. So we know. I think in the last month, the only brand I bought is New Belgium. And Podpup uh, Pod Ellie is uh, snoring.
0: Yeah, I hope you can't hear it, but it's pretty loud.
1: So <laughs> I think that means we're going to be done with the news.
0: I think we put her to sleep. <laughs> we're super sorry. <laughs> but Hope you're not asleep either.
1: A lot of news. Uh, we went through it pretty quick today. Yeah, but, um, just some
0: updates and interesting tidbits.
1: Yep. Um, we're looking forward to a wonderful football season.
0: It's yes, be great. yes.
1: Yes. 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 Uh, get some good beer if you're in North Carolina or South Carolina or Virginia. Get you some Old Tuffy. Get you in time for football season. Uh, college football's coming up. By the time you guys hear us again, oh, what next week? Next week we have, oh, next week we start our loaded grape series. Um, so if you guys have ever wanted to know, learn about a owning a bottle shop, what it's like to start one, and how you can survive, uh, we've got that coming up the next two weeks. So I uh, hope you guys are enjoying that. We've got yeah. a, a great interview with uh, Danny and Andy. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, all right. Well, Lot, anything else you want to talk about?
0: I have nothing else to say.
1: Hmm. 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 <laughs> all right. Well, uh, everybody, have a great week. Drink local. Drink responsible. And keep keeping those uh, craft beers up. Yep. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you for listening to this week's Brew News. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to subscribe and give us a rating in whichever app you found us on. We value your feedback, and it also helps the show reach more listeners. If you have any thoughts or suggestions for future breweries or are with a
0: brewery and would like to join us, feel free to tweet or follow us on Twitter at brew underscore news.
1: We're on Instagram at brewnewspod, and you can visit our website, brewnewspod.com, where we will post links, photos, and tasting notes. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whichever podcast platform you use. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back next week with more exciting brew news. Cheers. Cheers. Have you ever wondered how you could join the Brew News crew? Well, swing over to patreon.com slash brewnewspod, and you can join us. We have three different tiers for all of our patrons. At the lager level, you earn early access to all of our podcast episodes. At the IPA level, you get early access to our podcast episodes, but you get special weekly beer tastings that are done by various members of the crew. And you get special video presentations, including our Beer Miss Special, At the stout level, you get everything you get at the IPA level, but you also get to appear on one episode of the Brew News Pod, and when we have some swag, we'll send some your way. So feel free to swing over to patreon.com slash brewnewspod. That again is patreon.com slash brewnewspod and join the crew.